Fucking Resident Evil. Fucking Resident Evil. Um, welcome to another rant cast. It's uh, me and Jew here this time. Fucking Resident Evil. And we're bitching about Resident Evil Retribution, even though it's been like two months since either of us saw it. We were supposed to do this right after we saw it, but you know what? Resident Evil 6 reminded me. <laughs> I'm going to tear Resident Evil to the ground. It doesn't stop the movie from blowing. Terrible movie. <laughs> so, Jew, what happens in this movie? Oh, Jesus. Okay, it starts. It starts like right where uh, where the other one ended, when it was like, oh look, Jill's alive and she's a completely different actress now, and they. <laughs> You know, it's implied that, oh no, shit's gonna go down when the previous movie ends. You know, after their big stupid fight with, um... Wesker where on they his... Mur- yeah, where they uh, murder Wesker. On his Chris secret his rape trawler. Yeah, <laughs> secret garbage boat in the Midwest. You know, after he gets shot in the face and killed. Like, uh, Chris and Claire. You know, a big fight happens. Big stupid fucking explosion, like, showing off the 3D. And you know what my favorite thing about that fucking fight is? It's a really shitty fight to begin with. But you see it in reverse, like, during the stupid music video opening. Yeah, and like, then, that's supposed to be artsy. Yeah, and then, when it's time for the movie to, get like, start, it for, or it starts forward, but it doesn't really fast-forward the fight at all. It makes you watch the whole thing twice. Because you're not smart enough to figure out what's going on if you see it backwards, apparently. I'm pretty sure Paul W.S. Anderson is, like, the exact opposite of Quentin Tarantino. And then, oh god, Paul Anderson, if he's ever made a good movie, someone better prove it to me, but it does all that. That's supposed to be your big, like, you know, opening to the movie, and then, you know, the credits roll, and then the plot starts, but no. (laughs) Big explosion, bitch gets knocked out. It then switches to her waking up in a fucking bed, because that's fucking cool, right? You know, one of the usual, oh, everything's perfect, what happened? I must have dreamed all of that up this is my normal life that i've always had oh no too it was too good to be true shit goes wrong zombies eating my husband my kid's deaf what the fuck <laughs> why the fuck was that kid deaf for no re- it was just so they didn't have to explain what i'm gonna end up explaining later but you know let's go in order yeah. but generic opening like they haven't done that a million times like they do that in space punisher and they do it better in Space Punisher. They did it in the Batman cartoon, and they did it better there. And then I guess you know, you know, you've seen, you know what I'm talking about. Like just for no reason, like oh no, husband got eaten by a zombie while he was tying his tie. Like very predictable. Yeah, the the whole, um, oh yeah, everything's perfect. No, it's not. The minute she wakes up, you knew what they were pulling. Although, if they had gone in, like, a completely different direction and just had a movie, like, no zombies whatsoever, just, like, a fucking boring suburban movie, I would have been fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just her going grocery shopping. Exactly. The kid being deaf. She's going grocery shopping and she sees the tyrant nemesis uh, working in the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Las Plagas break into the elementary school. And then she's got to save all the kids. (laughs) Uh Man, but yeah, so of course the husband walks down the hallway, and it's like that's only a matter of time. Like this would be the perfect opportunity for that guy to get eaten by a zombie. Guess what happens? He puts on his tie and goes to work, and then she finishes breakfast and does dishes. But <laughs> can't even tell you. Well, man. So she, uh, I guess, then it goes to um, 
and she, you know, that's supposed to be the big, you know, mystery opening, the credits roll, and you're like, oh man, Resident Evil, let's start the plot. Then she wakes up again in an interrogation room, back to the beginning. Wearing two pieces of 11 by 17 paper, I might add. I am sick of seeing this woman half naked. She is ugly and horrible, and it's like a rule. Like, when you sign her onto a movie, she's like, I need to be naked. I need to be wearing, like, almost no clothing in laughable ways. Every single Resident Evil movie has found a way to do this. Not just this movie, like, The Fifth Element had her in that uh, little strip dress. Who directed Fifth Element? Do you know? I don't know. (laughs) That wasn't Paula Sanderson, right? Let me make sure. Because that's her husband. (laughs) And it's real creepy that you would write movies that knowing that millions of people, not even if they do watch it, like... Movies are made expecting a certain amount of people to watch it. The more they watch it, the better. You know what? Want to make a good movie, so you're making a movie expecting as many people as possible to see your wife like that. <laughs> you know, he didn't uh, direct Fifth Element, but he did direct one good movie. What? Mortal Kombat. The first one. Yeah. Uh, that was a good movie just by association. <laughs> He also did Event Horizon, which I think is actually a pretty good film, so... It's just so on space. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... Fucking... He had nothing to do with, uh, Fifth Element? Nope. Okay, so I guess he just attracted that trend later. (laughs) He's like, I like seeing this, uh, freakish man, woman in various states of undress on the big screen. Let's continue that. Yeah, she's fucking ugly, man. I don't know, like, what is her job aside from being an act? She, she's just an actress, like. I think that's it. Yeah. It's terrible. How do you make enough money to be an actress, looking and act, looking like her and acting like her? She has no fucking personality. Yeah, she's not even a good fucking actress. Terrible. But she's uh she's being interrogated by Jill. Who's also, you know, not the same actress as Jill from the second movie. Who has nothing to do with Jill. Like, why did they even bring it up? It's like this guy just, um... Oh, and the annoying dubstep that they're torturing. They're literally torturing her with dubstep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, she's in a room wearing this... It's The whole thing is a train wreck of just an attack on the senses. You're smelling this, this movie theater full of sweat. Fat, sweaty nerds and semen and fucking... I don't know about you, but Popcorn my movie theater shit. wasn't full of shit. I was the only, one of two people in there, and the other one was my sister. Okay, I went to a... Oh, God, you saw us with your sister? Yeah, I was like, let's go see Resident Evil, because I got a bitch about it for the site. And she's like, okay. I went to see it in a fucking shitty, beat-ass mall movie theater. So, like, <laughs> you know, fucking cigarette butts on the floor and fucking... Candy wrappers and baby diapers and shit. Old not that bad. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Not that bad, bud. And then, so you got the assault on the smell. I'm fucking watching this ugly bitch walking around in a shredded up hospital gown for no reason. Like, they can't just give her a regular outfit while she's in captivity? Fucking Viet Congs can give people in POW camps halfway decent clothes. They can't give her that, an umbrella. I don't think she was wearing panties throughout the whole thing, too. No. Bunch of fetishist weirdos. So you're watching the ugly shit, you're smelling the ugly shit, and then they're like, we need to fucking blast ugly shit into your ears. 
So I ask her a question. She's like, yo, Jill, we used to be BFFs. What's good? And they attack her with dubstep. That's so bad that she falls over and starts having seizures. And Jill's also like, experiment Alice. Why have you betrayed Umbrella? And that's all she says. <laughs> I am a robot. They knew I did not know how to act. <laughs> no, that is her acting. <laughs> There's literally no reason for her to be like... It's like this guy will get like a, he'll watch a YouTube video, like an LP of somebody. Yeah, he'll watch somebody let's playing the game. A little bit, like he'll skip around, be like, "Oh, this looks cool. I'm gonna use this in my new movie," and then make it the movie. That little scarab thing has to be controlling her. No, it's just making her really pissed off. I'd be pretty pissed too if something like that was stabbed into my chest. Yeah. And it looked fake. That's the thing I don't get about these movies. Anytime this guy has a character in there and he bases the costume on like what it's supposed to look like, like actually tries to get it down to a T, the guy that does the fucking Marvel versus Capcom assist me videos, that Maximilian guy with the cheap costumes, look better. These, and the fucking, not even just that, the fucking zombies in this movie, especially at the beginning, these look like assholes on a zombie walk. This is yeah, like they good. just got a bunch of fucking junkies and painted them up with like shoprite crayons. <laughs> they just went down the methadone clinic and said, "Who wants to make five bucks?" And the way this comes about is during the random dubstep torture scene. Somebody just lets her escape, and she runs out into fucking Tokyo. I'm sorry, she runs out into Tokyo. And, you know, the scene from the other movie with the stupid Chinese bitch and the umbrella and all the shit you expect to happen. That was the fucking... When I saw that, I was actively pissed off. Not because the movie sucks, but... Well, that was one of the reasons, but, like, I was pissed off that we have to see the shitty-ass scene again. Yeah, you don't recycle scenes from movies for no reason. We've already seen it. We want to see something new and interesting. And it wasn't even a fucking flashback, either. He just blatantly recycled it. No, not even. He blatantly reshot the whole scene for no reason. Except, oh no, zombies! Now Alice is here, let's have a fist fight in her new really stupid looking outfit. Oh, her weird leather fetish outfit? They design her a new fucking weirdo looking outfit in every movie. These are all, it's like a giant dress-up game with Paul W.S. Anderson and his wife. It's like, yeah, it's like he's just literally having his wife roleplay for him. He, I mean, the first movie, okay, I'll get it. Like, the slender red dress. It kind of looks cool, you know, whatever. Second movie, and I think maybe maybe third one, it kind of looked like practical. You know what I mean? You know, she's out in the desert. She's out in the city. Chilling yeah. with uh, Rihanna and some black people. <laughs> you know, it would make sense to have that kind of adventurer gear. And then after that, just these tight leather suits and ponytails and... Fucking, I don't even know. It's stupid. Who wears eyeshadow when they fight fucking zombies? <laughs> so, we get so, the fucking Tokyo zombie massacre thing, and then the secret door opens, and it turns out it's a simulation. And yeah, and th th the fight scene was like out of a John Woo movie. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. John Woo movies it was like out of, Okay, it was like out of a bad John Woo movie. Like, like a movie pretend, you know, that kind of style, like... Yeah, it was like the guy who did the fight scenes in The Matrix on his day off. Yeah, like he recycled scenes that were deleted from The Matrix for sucking. 
Remember when that was in your survival horror game? Resident Evil 6. <laughs> RE5. No, wait, Wesker does that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't want to forget that, because that, that requires mention. And then, uh, what what they find out? You said it was a simulation, right? Yeah, it's a simulation. It turns out that uh, she's in the secret umbrella underwater space sea lab twenty twenty one dome. Yeah, like who the, who builds that shit underwater either? Like, it's underwater for literally no fucking reason. They've already established that the world is over. In one of the previous movies. Why would they need to even make a secret lab at that point? I can get a tanker ship. Because that might have just been lying around from, like, you know, before the apocalypse happened. But The tanker ship was not even hidden. Like, it was literally like the guy just took it out on a... I mean, you know, because zombies can't swim. So, yeah, we have a boat floating around where we get our shit done because the zombies took over all the shit. But this is like they actively sunk, suck it, uh, suck, you know, looked for it, sorted it out, and then buried it. And uh, we learned that, you know, Chris and his sister from the two previous movies, just gone, forgot they existed. Like, she even says, like, hey, where's the Redfields? And they just don't even acknowledge it. And you're just like, eh. And <laughs> she's... Turns out uh, the secret base is ran by the Red Queen, so if you'd like the little girl telling you that you're going to die, that's back. For no reason. And now it's the big evil villain that wants to wipe out humanity for no reason. Because, you know, the Skynet thing's still cool. Yeah. And she's told all of this by a bad Ada Wong cosplayer. <laughs> hey, who... Paul W.S. Anderson, she's the wrong Asian. She's still pretty good looking, but still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but... And she's working for Wesker, who was killed in the previous movie. Uh, he's fine. You actually see, like, a little blip come out of his plane before it explodes in the other movie. He got, I thought he got shot in the face on the boat and killed. He gets shot... No, he gets shot in the face in his plane, and then it, like, crashes into shit. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, so Wesker escapes. Okay, that's a little better. But where are the other two characters? You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't need them. Get nah, rid of them. Nah, fuck them. What was the point of even introducing them? The whole point of the previous movie was her going to get that chick. And it, I don't even know. Just fuck that. But it was dumb. And Wesker's like, hey, I hired Ada Wong to break you out of jail. Because even though we're enemies, you're going to be my bro. So she's like, yeah, okay, cool. Which is, I mean, again, I wish we should expect it by now with these characters, for them not to be anything like they're supposed to be in the game, but Ada Wong's not like, hey, let's go. You know, let me, uh, I'll, I'll go, you know, she'll, she always has a backup plan, or like, there's a reason she's doing it to further her goals. It's like Wesker's forming his own version of the fucking A-Team. Yeah, because that's okay, because not only does, did that happen with Ada Wong, but we now have a new group of uh, guys that are also working for Wesker to go in and help her. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Porno Leon, uh, Porno Barry Burton, and uh, Street Hoops McBasketball is back from yeah. the last movie. Who they literally must have just brought back because he needed money. Because, like, he, he is pointless. 
they like I guess she was in love with him in the previous movie, so they bring him back, and you don't see him barely through the whole movie. All he does is shoot things and crack jokes. Was she in love with him? I, I'm guessing because she's sure in love with him for no reason in this movie. I just got like every time I see her, uh, fucking Mila Jovovich on camera, she's just like, eh. it's the emotion she knows. And they, these three guys are working with Wesker. They go and they, um, by the way, Leon looks fucking stupid with a porno beard. I just gotta bring that up. Barry looks like Jimbo Wales from Wikipedia. Everybody in this movie looks like a bad cosplayer. Even though Barry is an awesome character in this movie. He's not Barry, but he's amazing. Yeah, he could be like, you know, an alternate Barry. If they made a movie about that guy, yeah, I'd fucking watch it. I want to see. I actually want to look up some other movies. This guy's in Kevin Durant. See what he does. I've probably seen movies with him and just didn't recognize him. Because yeah. he wasn't dressed like Barry. And these retards go and they plant explosives in the front of the base before they even enter the base. With a timer, because, you know, they can't just detonate it or something. Because it's so important to blow up this, you know, fucking base where the world is over and shit. And they're like, yeah, we could, we could do this in like two hours, right? Go. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Resident Evil's choke could be out. Yeah, Jew has the T-virus. Yeah. <laughs> the, it just, it makes me sick. These movies, they make me sick. Yeah. They fucking go down. They, they know how big this thing is. They know it's gigantic. They know it's full of zombies and monsters and shit. And there's an evil computer program that's trying to actively kill the human race. Yeah, we could probably get that done in like two hours, right? We haven't trained for this. And then they uh, they go down to do their half of the mission. I guess the guys are supposed to meet in the middle. Yeah, they go to the Moscow simulation, which is basically Call of Duty. <laughs> like, congratulations, Paul W. S. Anderson, you have made a Call of Duty movie. <laughs> we why like we have like five hundred different sets in this movie. That's probably why it, it costs like seventy million dollars to make because. It's unnecessary, the amount of retarded places they go. So much shit going on. They're fucking flipping Bentleys and shit. Yeah, like, what exactly happened in that part? Like, they ran they ran into the, you know, the generic Las Plagas things they use, and, uh... Oh, by the way, thank you, fuck off, fucko, for uh, including the Las Plagas zombies in there. Um, that didn't make any fucking sense. And they looked really bad. <laughs> they looked like rejects from that movie Dead Snow. <laughs> with bad CGI hentai tentacles coming out of their mouths. Oh, yeah, that fucking great. Oh, and that fucking, there was a guy, they don't even mention him, there was another guy on this team. It was a four-man operation, and, like, one of them just got killed, like, immediately. It was the only one you know because they didn't name Yeah, it's Leon, Luther, Barry, and uh, Red Shirt. Yeah, the guy literally didn't have a name. Literally only existed to get killed with a chainsaw for no reason. You knew as soon as you see this guy, you're like, he's going to die. Because <laughs> he was also the only not notable actor. <laughs> notable? You know what I mean. Like, like Lou, the big scary black guy was from a previous movie. Uh, Barry and Leon were supposed to pretend be, pretending to be main characters. This guy was literally made up and had no purpose. And 
then they get chased by Soviets in a Benny Hill fight scene, chase scene. <laughs> uh, and, like, I've heard people complain, how come zombies can ride motorcycles? And that makes sense, because they're supposed to be, like, Plaga zombies. So, you know, they would know how to do shit. But it was Plaga still zombies are stupid, stupid to begin with. <laughs> so just because you, you get all the cool shit wrong, you get the stupid shit right, doesn't help. Yeah. And, oh, man, and they fucking, uh, liquor was back. Oh, yeah, the super <laughs> hyper-death liquor. Every, it's like, there's a whole fucking category of biological weapons to choose from. It's spiders and hunters and nemesises. Nemesises. Tyrants. Retards and tyrants. Mr. X's. Biohazard countermeasure operatives. and Giant. Plant monsters plant. and alligators and sharks. And little rape plants. And zombies, and naked zombies, and female zombies, and parasite zombies, and fucking bigger parasite zombies, and all sorts of crazy shit. And all this guy ever uses is the liquor. Because it's so cool the way it's... This is supposed to be a company that was literally capable of destroying the world. And all they have is one biological weapon. Two? Or is it the same one? Oh, I mean, like, just one type. Uh, <laughs> Remember, they had, oh, it's a liquor. Oh, it ate human flesh, it turned into the super liquor. It makes perfect sense. Now this, oh, it's the super duper liquor. <laughs> it has the herpes, it's super duper liquor. They got, like, in the second movie, they brought the nemesis in. He was cool. The first movie, I get it, you know, the liquor, it's still a big thing that's not a zombie. Let's, uh, you know, that could replace the tyrants a little bit. And after that, it's like, well, they had super guy that injected himself with the thing out in the desert. They And they also had uh, the fucking Axe Maginny. Yeah, but that's hardly, that's just like there for the hell of it. They bring the, they bring two of those in in this movie, actually. Yeah, they, oh, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, they can't have, like, another big monster. They always gotta have stupid ones or the liquor. The Nemesis wasn't stupid, but they should have continued with that kind of trend. They should have just brought in more nemesis Yeah, this whole movie is just like basically rehashes of all the other shit that have already, you know, all the actors and the scenes and monsters that have been in the previous movies, like bringing back the Executioner. But we don't get the nemesis, right? The only cool one? Nope. Fucking flicker. Probably because they didn't have enough money to do the uh, makeup for nemesis. I don't know why, because he looked like shit. <laughs> I mean... He looked like shit, but he's probably the best-looking thing in these movies. Like, they could have totally been retarded about it and just had the black guy turn into a nemesis, just like how her other boyfriend did in this first movie. <laughs> you know what would be awesome? If we do get a sequel to this thing, they have Barry be a nemesis, and he's still cracking jokes and shit. Yes. <laughs> he's literally the best best part of this movie. I love that guy. I was just starting to have fun. That guy should have married Paul Anderson, and he could have been this chick in a series of movies. <laughs> I don't want to uh, see that guy in paper sack underwear. Whatever. Like a fucking folded Chinese food box over his junk. He'll be cracking jokes the whole time. Uh, they, they uh, and then they go back to suburbia, and it's all over. Everything gets stupid. Like there's no, there's a point of no return after that. They uh, 
they run into a, what do they do? Like this whole stupid scene where, you know, she goes and thing and she finds the deafy. But it's like, oh, I hear a noise. Oh, I bet there's a zombie in that closet. You know, like it's like suburbia is only supposed to be predictable stupidity. She, uh, what the hell? Like she, she basically like walks in the room and, you know, the kids around here somewhere and opens the fucking, you know, opens the closet and it's a zombie. You think the zombie is going to jump out, but it doesn't. It's the kid. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then you turn around and the zombie jumps out of somewhere else. Yeah. And then you find out that everybody's a clone. Yeah. (laughs) They've been cloning this chick to just kill her in different scenarios over and over and over. And I guess that that research facility from the first movie where everybody was, you know, everybody went in to do it and whatever, they all just happened to be clones. So it didn't matter that any of them died, making them completely, you know, pointless characters. So why is the Red Queen continuing research Considering the human race is wiped out pretty yeah, much, like, like five it, of them left, they're going to starve to death. You don't need to research shit, really. Even even better than that, if they can clone people, and that's how, apparently all of their employees are clones, why don't they just clone more people? Because, I mean, they make it, they don't really explain it too well until the very, very end. But the thing you're supposed to get is that because the world is fucked up, now the Red Queen, for some reason, decided just for the hell of it to go crazy. And apparently is wiping out the entire human race. And they have to, you know, fight back against a new enemy. Yeah, it was like she was programmed to make sure that anyone who knew about what we were doing is dead. And now that the zombies are out, she wants to kill everyone. I'm like, that's... Well, she's, yeah, I guess all she was supposed to be doing was containing them. And it's like, you can't tell me, like, that that happened, what, years prior? Like... The world doesn't just get overrun overnight by zombies. Like, the the outbreak didn't happen, and someone goes, oh, maybe we should go back in and change the Red Queen or shut her off. Like, what, they were just so busy making B.O.W.s? Nah, just move her to the Underdome in Russia. No, apparently she took over. Like, she's taking, she is Umbrella now, like, all of the computers and shit. You know, don't, like, fucking cut the power or anything. The evil computer thing is just such a fucking cop-out. I, because it doesn't work. I honestly do not believe that anybody can have a computer rock their shit. Fucking shut the power grid off. Drop a nuke on the computer. But, anyway, so we're in suburbia. Everyone's cloned. They're like, uh, you, you, you're gonna die. I'm gonna kill you. Blah, blah, blah. Ada has her plan. <laughs> yeah, they they run <laughs> they run into clones of all the characters from the previous movies. Um, the second Michelle Rodriguez clone, and she's got her deaf kid, and Ada gets kidnapped, and Ada's like, "Nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. You guys go on ahead. I don't mind." And uh, they escape. They run into another Michelle Rodriguez clone. So that's three so far. The hippie one. But the, 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 it's a, like another one of her, because first one got killed in a car accident, right? Uh, no, I thought it was the same one. Okay, so, all right, well, even that's still ridiculous. Two Michelle Rodriguez clones. One good, one bad. 
that they, they would actually be funny if they had Michelle Rodriguez fight herself in a, like a big epic scene. <laughs> they're two polar. See, because it's they're two polar opposites, so they have to be like, you know, that's some deep shit, man. And then um, they escape, I guess. They what, oh, Alice goes and steals a car. While yeah, she hiding. steals the Bentley, and they drive into Russia. Well, she leaves them behind, and you decides to go be a badass, have another car chase. Because remember when your survival horror had car chases? Car chases and John Woo fight scenes? Yeah. All of these fucking highly paid, highly trained mercenaries that were responsible for setting that bomb that would kill everybody if they fucked up, and were supposed to all go in and save this chick. She saves all of them. Saves all, yeah, they literally show up, fuck everybody over, get one of them killed, then she has to come to their rescue. Cause she's a fucking dumbass Mary Sue insert character. It's like he's gotta make his wife look really cool on film, so she fucks him. It's it's Paul W.S. Anderson's Resident Evil fan fiction. It's so bad. They should just all be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Group escapes the intelligent zombies. They all group up again. They they get to um. You're supposed to go to like you know their big escape now. They that they all reached the whatever. You know they all met up, so they're gonna try to get out of there. They uh run back to an elevator, and of course they have to sit there and wait for the elevator, and they all get fucking bodied. <laughs> um, I believe they they run into the liquor again now, right? Yeah, the super liquor shows back up and kidnaps Alice's fake daughter, who she cares so much about. For yeah, some for, for reason. no reason, like. <laughs> I wouldn't just want to kill everybody. It's got to kidnap people and be weird. It's like, uh, mommy, are you funny? No, no. Derp. <laughs> uh, she kills yeah. the super liquor who has the kid in an egg sack. Oh, well, then... wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. There's so much fucking comedy gold here. Oh, yeah. The, hip, the hippie Michelle Rodriguez, who they brought back for no reason now, is immediately killed by the super liquor. Like, instantly. Like, five minutes after they reintroduced her. So she's been in this movie for a total of ten minutes. Tops. And then uh, Jill and uh, evil Michelle Rodriguez and the black guy and the other guy from the first movie all get into a big gum battle. And they all catch everybody at the elevator after the liquor flips out and uh, Alice escapes. But they're like, hey, yo, we got Ada here. And Leon's like, yo, Ada's got a plan. She always does. And uh, they stall for time while they're waiting for the elevator by getting into a big gun battle. Because <laughs> apparently, oh, and the black guy got shot and had to just sit there the whole time, like, just mind his own business. Couldn't help them. Yeah, it was so like, they were, bam, ow. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, I got a stubbed toe. I can't help you guys. And Barry shines. <laughs> Barry does the best. If this whole movie shot. was reduced down to that scene, <laughs> yes, I would like it, it. Could be five minutes long. I'd be like, you know what, five stars. Yeah, he gets. I believe he gets shot or stabbed or something. But he like gets stabbed by the liquor, or shot by like a bad guy or whatever. Both. Yeah. Okay. Both. Yeah, he gets slashed in the face. Okay, and then, and then he like, gets back the fuck up. Yeah, the other guy can't, but he does, and he's like, I feel like shit. <laughs> Pops cigar in the mouth, pulls out the magnum. I have this. <laughs> Gets into a big shootout. Then they're like, "Okay, stop shooting. Look, we have we have your Chinese girl. You know, we're gonna kill her." 
And this is where the Chinese girl plan comes in. Because Barry comes out and gets shot, shoots some dudes or whatever. And then uh, she escapes, uh, the China, uh, Ada. So her whole plan this whole time was to get everybody put into a disadvantageous situation that would get people killed. Then what's her name kills the liquor, of course. Yep. Kills the liquor. They end up in the clone warehouse. Ripping and, off aliens. Yeah. And the kid's like all horrified and shit. Are you really my mommy? And uh, fucking Alice is like, I am now. And I'm <laughs> just like, why? <laughs> she has absolutely no attraction to this child. And, and okay, here's, here's, a, here's a hole. A, a fucking hole in this movie. Can how come she can recognize that the two Michelle Rodriguez's are different, but she can't recognize that her mom and Alice are different? Because this movie's badly written. <laughs> Through the whole movie, they literally only made her deaf so that they can all talk about clones and shit and not have to acknowledge the fact that she would know. For no reason. It was literally like, why couldn't she know? Why did they have to have this big heartfelt scene? If it don't work, then just rewrite it out. So I believe they destroy the clone factory or something, right? Yeah, they blow it up or some shit. Because, you know, after the, the monster putting people in egg sacks, with the con- oh, and when she blew it up with the conveniently found grenades, that's not from aliens. And the clone thing, when they didn't clone Ripley in Aliens, it was like, write your own fucking movie. Then they um make their way up through the elevator right before the bomb blows up and kills them all, as if they had that shit planned. Like, why Why wouldn't she just make the bomb for, like, three hours maybe next time? Two and a half hours might do it. <laughs> if you're going to make it down to the second, I mean, give yourself another five minutes. Like, but they knew exactly what time it was going to happen. They gave him just enough time to look cool. So dumb. So they leave Barry for dead. Black guy's injured. Leon goes up. They get in their little uh, fucking tractor or whatever the hell I guess it was the, the, the tractor from the thing yeah from the thing which uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica already ripped off so they're literally just ripping out whatever they want from the games but then oh no it's a submarine everybody's back yeah and we got <laughs> it's time for the super death battle <laughs> fucking Jill and evil Michelle Rodriguez versus the survivors. Evil Michelle Rodriguez injects herself with a uh, plagas, which makes her immortal, apparently. Why wouldn't they just make clones of people, inject them with parasites, and send them to kill people? It's the Zambos, the Zambambos. Yeah, the, uh, the plagas, you know, it's, uh, it's a catch-all. Does everything. Super virus monster thing. So they get into a fist fight of all things. All of the surviving male characters, all two of them, versus evil Michelle Rodriguez. Magically, the black guy is not injured or too injured to fight anymore. Pussy. <laughs> and then uh, Jill with her glaring, gigantic weakness showing on her chest versus. Paul W.S. Anderson's wife. Her, I, I believe that they are called her flashing uh, red fuck me light. Yeah, right. And uh, they get bodied. <laughs> Hard. Black guy gets killed for no reason. This distresses Mela Jova, whatever the hell her name is. 
ginger bitch. <laughs> she was a ginger originally, you know it. Look at her body shape. So she's all upset that this character, who she barely even had any screen time with, is now dead. Gives her the fighting resolve to tear that thing off of fucking, uh... What's-her-name's chest? Fake Jill's chest. So now magically they're just BFFs again, no problems. Alice, what happened? You tried to kill us a lot. I don't remember it. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're just chilling over there with the deaf kid. Who's you? Who's that? <laughs> And Michelle Rodriguez continues to beat the shit out of everybody now. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, and then fucking, uh, Ada Wong, that was her escape plan. They brought her up on the submarine. That's that's when they got her back. Yeah. So everybody got killed and got the shit beaten out of them, and that's how she planned to get captured and escaped. That's a great plan, Ada. She got Barry killed. She got the black guy killed. She got the other guy killed, like... I can't. I can't even tell you like a good count because it's so terrible. But then she the... didn't help out at all. Of course, they just no. pissed the whip her and knocked her out. She's the worst spy ever. And that takes Leon out of the game because he's all concerned for Ada because we have to keep that in. <laughs> and they don't even do it right. No. And he tries to put. You know, he tries to fuck her. She ain't interested. Um, somehow, I guess they, they uh, the zombies decide to swim up. And yeah, the Michelle single Rodriguez. stupidest fucking mach- er, scene in the movies happens when, like, Michelle Arjun's like, you can't kill me, I'm immortal. And Alice is like, no, but I can sink you or whatever. And, like, she shoots <laughs> a, a hole in the ice. She goes down and all the zombies who have escaped out of the facility drag her down to eat her. They, they decide to eat her, but not eat everybody else. Yeah, well, you know, swimming is hard. Yeah, apparently. You know, dead bodies don't float. Nah. And, uh... Then they decide to go finally see Wesker. In the White House. Who couldn't possibly betray them. By the way, that was cool, Wesker being in the White House. President Wesker. And they explain that it is the last bastion of humanity. And that they need to defend it from the White Queen. And they only need to put their differences aside and work together. Wesker's now a good guy. But first, he needs to give her back her superpowers that he gave her and then took away and now is giving her back. Because she totally did not have them in this movie. Yeah, because it was stupid to have, have her to begin, to, uh, give them to her to begin with. But now um, all of her friends all got together and they all have superpowers and they all need to save the world from the evil monster zombies that the computer monster made. So Whisker is Zordon and they are the Power Rangers. It's like a, it's again, it's like a little kid wrote fan fiction. Like, all of my friends and teammates got together. Everybody had a big battle with the bad guys. And Wesker is friends with the good guys now because he's really cool and I like him. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, you can see they pan out, like, they pull out, and there's fucking mutalists from StarCraft flying around and shit. And I'm like, why? There is shit everywhere. Like, oh no, we're not going to make it. They don't show you this, of course, because they're like, we can make a sequel. But I guarantee in the sequel, zombie Michelle Rodriguez is going to come back. And uh, they're going to find a way to bring the black guy back to life. Because he's cool. <laughs> black nemesis. And then, yeah, they're gonna, there's going to be black Barry nemesis. There's going to be two of them. they got to fight Barry nemesis and black guy nemesis. <laughs> and uh, now nemesis is going to be a robot with rocket boots. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's gonna be Talos. Yes. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do it. Yeah, that that's stupid because Talos was controlled by the Red Queen in that fucking game. That's what they're gonna do. Yup. And then uh, Wesker's going to betray everybody because he's a bad guy after they save Wesker's life. And uh, let's see what else they're going to do. The Red Queen. No, the Red Queen's going to input its its mind into Talos as a monster. They're going to have to fight the Red Queen and kill it. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of Nine Inch Nails and a lot of really bad fights that are just supposed to show off 3D but only give you headaches. Actually, this this uh, the music in this movie was made by Tom and Andy. Well, fuck him. Uh, which is what they already scored Resident Evil Retribution, um, Resident Evil Afterlife, and a bunch of movies I haven't heard of. Well, I hope they stop. <laughs> stop doing Resident Evil movies with their stupid soundtrack. You're not helping. No, they're not. Fucking, oh man. And the deaf kid's probably going to learn how to fight. And this is our survival horror movie. (laughs) Fucking like, uh, I I don't even know. Like, it was just so bad. There were so many plot holes and terrible things that didn't make sense. If Wesker had superpowers and he had a way to give them all back the powers... Why didn't he just inject everybody with this shit before he sent them in to get this chick back and then inject her while she's down there? Like, he just waited and put all these people at risk and got people killed just so he could just come around and be like, I'm still cool. Stab. It's (laughs) it's literally no point. There's one point to watching this movie, and that's if you really want to see Michelle Rodriguez die multiple times. Uh, um, IGN liked it. <laughs> IGN, of course, would like it. Bunch of frauds. <laughs> These are the same fucking idiots who gave F-Zero X a 6. But the same fucking idiots, too, was that, uh, tell you to buy a Call of Duty game every year. <laughs> tell you about all the innovations that it made. <laughs> I like this quote, though. Um, Resident Evil Retribution might be one of the dumbest things ever crafted by human hands. Yes, who said that? Uh, this guy from Screen Crush. Screen Crush? Never heard of it. Let's see Kevin Durant. What else is Kevin Durant? Oh, Carlos Oliveira. Tell me he was in this movie. He was. He was cloned. He was the... Uh, That's right. the Commando dude. So, technically Nemesis did come back, just not in the way you wanted it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that was the guy from the first movie. Yeah, the dude from the first movie was Carlos, and the they guy, get turned into Nemesis. The guy in the first movie was supposed to be Carlos Oliveira. I don't. F- I didn't even know his name. He was so unremarkable. Yeah, <laughs> a good Carlos and a bad Carlos. <laughs> Why? Why did they do this? Oh, oh my God. fuck me! Mila Jovovich revealed that she is planning to star in a sixth and final installment of the franchise, which will close out the series' storyline. What could there possibly be? Her husband, Anderson, pitched her the idea while vacationing following wrapping the fifth film, and that the series would most likely continue past the sixth film, just not with her as the star. A sixth film was confirmed by Sony's distribution head, Rory Brewer, who was immediately fired. (laughs) I added that last part in. Why would they do this? It's like they're like we need to finish what we started. 
we need to run Resident Evil into the ground. These things can't be making money. They're making tons of money. Why? Because every fucking retard in the world wants to see them. Fight scenes, dude, that they did with this movie were all influenced by Asian cinema. They're like, we watched a lot of Thai movies this time around because of the the, the fight scenes that uh, the guy has done, whatever. Why do you... No, it's... I don't even know how to say it. Like It's like they're taking something that doesn't belong in the movie and just putting it in anyway. And you know what? Even if like that belonged in the movie, they didn't do them well. <laughs> you know what this fucking romantic comedy needs? Giant robots. That'd be awesome. You shut the hell up. <laughs> well, giant robots make everything better. But yeah. It doesn't mean it belongs. <laughs> it's fucking... Uh, what the hell is a romantic comedy? I can't even think of one right now. Me, myself, Irene, and uh, Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we actually we were talking the other day about how you should put robots into every movie. <laughs> like Pacific Rim, but <laughs> the thin red Zaku. They would definitely help this be a watchable movie. I can't recommend this movie to anybody. Even that pocket of assholes that I argue with that are like, you're in luck to Resident Evil movies, but they're great. Even those people should not watch this movie because they won't enjoy it. I actually know somebody who did enjoy this. This specific movie? This specific movie. Why? I don't well, know. He's like... Uh, actually, who was it? Uh, this dude I know named uh, Chris. Okay, this dude you know named Chris. Can we get him on the fucking next Boomcast that we do? Probably. I'll have to talk to him. Tell him he only needs to be on for five minutes if he wants. <laughs> I'm going to get him on the air and we're going to ask him what he liked about this movie. It probably won't happen, but we're going to try. Yeah. And they're making more. I, I don't even know what to say, Frank. Like, I'm that upset. <laughs> You know, between Paul W.S. Anderson running Resident Evil into the ground and Capcom running Resident Evil into the ground, uh, you need to find a new game series to like. It really is. It's like they... It's almost like what happened with Alone in the Dark. <laughs> where it was a, a very cool game. They made a very stupid movie. Then the next game they made was just stupidly based on the movie. It's almost like Capcom sees that these movies that have nothing to do with Resident Evil, that are stupid and horrible and piss off the Resident, the true Resident Evil fans in every way, they're like, these are making tons of money. These are great. People love them. Let's make our games more like this. You know, I have to wonder if Capcom has done something to piss off Sony. I No, it's not even. It's just like... Okay, here, here we go. Box office. Number one in 3,000 theaters. Fuck! Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, in the series, whatever. Um, well, you know, the, half the reason is because they bump up the box office with that stupid 3D upconversion shit. This movie was actually shot to work in 3D. Like, it wasn't like they upconverted it. Wow. That's why you'll see scenes specifically made where, like, she'll throw a fire axe at the screen or dodge a sword or something. 200... They literally shot things just because they would look cool in 3D. $222 million. The movie only had a $65 million fucking budget when they made it. 
Uh, it made at least three times its fucking cost. Yeah, we're going to get more of these. I, uh, everybody that goes to see these movies and enjoys them, it's your responsibility to buy a copy of Resident Evil 6. Okay? Because I know, they, they fucking deadlock themselves. Either you keep buying them and we keep getting shitty Resident Evil games, or they think Resident Evil's not profitable again. They either reboot it or we don't see it again. I'm a Resident Evil fan, and I want my Chris Redfield at Marvel vs. Capcom, so you need to buy these games. <laughs> I'll find you. So you just want the, uh, ironically enough, you just want the shambling corpse of the franchise to keep walking? I'd rather, yes. Because <laughs> at least then I could pick and pack my little bits that I enjoy. If they're still making action figures, I could still buy one when I want to put it on my desk. Good point. And then I could talk to people like, yeah, remember the old ones? They're getting an HD remake. So if it's the best I can do, I will pick the bones of, of the meal that you assholes have now taken from me. Apparently there are rumblings of an HD remake of 2 in the vein of Resident Evil Remake. That would be great. That would be awesome. And I hear the handheld one, like, uh, what was it called? Resurrection or something? It was, uh, that too, but I don't buy handheld ones anymore. Well, oh, yeah, but I mean, like, you're getting good little side dishes. In That's what I'm saying, yeah. Crap. I'm picking the bones. That's the best I can do now. I'm a scavenger. <laughs> Everyone who enjoys these movies, I'm I'm just going to say it. You have no taste. What the fuck is wrong with you? No taste at all. Oh. Probably the type of guy to watch Sucker Punch and like it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Terrible shit. You know, I was... I was uh... Find me one redeeming factor in this movie that's not Barry Burton. I'll suck your dick on the air. <laughs> That'll be on the End of the World podcast. <laughs> this is actually it's going up music. after that. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it's going up next week. Unless the zombie apocalypse happens, and then I'll be too busy getting the T-virus and uh, John wooing everywhere. <laughs> Whatever. We'll do it sometime, at some point. Yeah. You ain't gonna be able to find it, so I'm not worried about it. I'm gonna be able Nothing good about this movie. No. Nothing. Fucking... And, like... It just boggles the mind that this shit keeps making money. There are legitimate good things that have been, like, shit-canned due to not making enough money. Recently. Yeah, uh... My god, I there's there's a ton of them. I can't even think of any right now, but... Yeah, I know, I'm having trouble too, which I like, put myself in Oh, we got a list right in front of us, Wikipedia. This is professional. Developmental hell. Akira, which, I mean, that's actually kind of good that they shut it down again. Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 3. Sean <laughs> uh, Connery and Axel Foley could have teamed up. That would have been amazing. Dom Bluth was going to make a fucking Dragon's Lair movie. Same guy that made Secret of Nim. Now they don't have any money to do it, but we we got five Resident Evil movies that all spent $65 million to be made. We can't get that. Don Bluth getting some money. Half-Life 2, Episode 3. Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> <laughs> came out. Yeah, it did eventually, but it almost These are did. all really bad examples. 
Okay, a remake of Escape from New York. Uh, the Soul Calibur movie, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Okay. I, I guess there's a lot of shit that we're glad it wasn't made, but there are still some things that could have been made. Like, why do we have... They were going to make Freddy vs. Jason 1987. We didn't get it till 2003. Almost didn't happen. Two years after that, they started making a Ghostbusters movie in 1989. Still didn't get it. Hulk, it took them 13 years to make. Still waiting for Independence Day 2. That would set everything on fire. Fucking Mad Max 4. Star Wars episodes. Seven. Uh, okay, you know you know what? Everybody should go see Resident Evil. <laughs> Fuck it. Just do it. Go. Maybe if we, 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 we should just all buy multiple tickets of the next Resident Evil movie. This way we won't have to see the Star Wars movies. <laughs> Is that how that works now? Yeah. I think that should be how it works. We'll spend literally all of our money seeing Resident Evil movies so that we can't afford to see Star Wars. I would rather see all the Star Wars prequels twice than watch this movie again. I'd really rather just go blind. (laughs) Go deaf. It's really hard to be a Resident Evil fan lately and these movies really aren't helping. No, they're not. I ran out of steam, Frank. I think that's done. Yeah, I think uh, we're kind of dry here. Yeah. It was so, not... I mean, we can we can kick the shit out of this thing for longer, but we'd just be restating the same thing. The movies suck. It's fucking terrible. Don't watch it. Shit tier. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Five out of ten. Take it or leave it. No, not even. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fuck that. Negative five out of ten. Leave it or leave it. <laughs> leave it or leave it. But, uh, yeah, that's it for this rant cast. I, as always, am Frank. And I hate this movie. And I'm gonna go tear my eyes out now. And I'm gonna cry in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs>